This episode of the Consulting Pipeline Podcast is brought to you by me, Philip Morgan. I have mentioned before my online course on positioning, The Positioning Course, which, by the way, now has a vanity domain name that you can get to, thepositioningcourse.com. One of the things I have not mentioned about this course is it's fucking hard. It's hard for you. It doesn't, I mean, the course makes things easier. Don't get me wrong. But it is not easy. Um, the value of the course is that it provides structure and accountability and access to me. Those things do make the process of deciding on how to specialize much easier. But there's a part of it that I cannot make easier for you. That is because this is a critical decision in your business and you have to own that decision. And in working with hundreds of people on this decision, I have found that I could, if you wanted, you could delegate the decision to me. I could gather enough information from you and use my knowledge of, you know, the, the marketplace and the, the, the dynamics of uh, selling custom software development. And, you know, I could use all of that to actually decide for you. And it just wouldn't stick. Uh, even if I made the best decision there is possible, it wouldn't stick because you would not own the decision. The work of specializing and narrowing your focus largely has uh, uh, this sort of uh, back-end benefit in that it gives you ownership over the decision. You did the hard work of looking at all the possibilities in great detail. You did the hard work of the market research and going out there and seeing what the options are, what they look like up close, and gathering that evidence about what's going to be the best way for you to specialize. And when you do that, the surprising result is that the decision sticks much better than if you read some article that said, oh, you should specialize in this way or you should focus on that. I'm not uh, trying to um, you know, insult anyone who makes their decisions that way, but when you get your hands dirty, the results are usually better, and the position course does exactly that. It forces you to get your hands dirty, and it provides lots of guidance and instruction and a sequential process and access to me through these lightning coaching sessions. It's really great stuff, but I'm going to be honest. It, it makes the process a little bit easier, but it is nowhere near effortless. That said, if it sounds interesting to you, check out thepositioningcourse.com. CVS, the uh, chain pharmacy, is building a new store here in Sebastopol, and they had a sign that caught my eye recently. can't show you the photograph I made of this, but I'll describe it to you. So it's, uh, it's on a corner of a, of a pretty busy street, and there's a, you know, like a chain link construction fence that they always put around construction projects, and there's a s sign that says shoulder closed because they've got part of the road closed off as a part of this construction project. And then right there at the corner of the construction fence, they've got this giant pile of dirt. And atop that is a little temporary sign that says topsoil for sale. 
So they are actually selling the soil that they dug up. And the reason they dug up the soil is to create the foundation for this new building, which is going to be a new CVS store. So, I mean, the sign says it's topsoil. I guess it technically is, although <laughs> most of it, uh, that soil used to sit underneath an old Ford auto dealership. So I'm not sure how great that soil is going to be for growing things. But anyway, I often encourage my clients to do pretty much the same thing. I first heard this referred to as using your sawdust. I heard it from Gary Vaynerchuk, I think, in a book that he wrote about uh, social media marketing. The idea of using your sawdust or <laughs> using the, you know, the byproducts of, uh, of what you do is that you take the byproducts of your work and you package them up for the benefit of your prospective clients or the benefit of your marketing. So it's kind of like what, you know, the people who are building this uh, or the company who's building the CVS store, they are producing a saleable byproduct as a result of this construction projects. And there's three reasons you may want to consider doing something similar in your own business. Number one, it makes content marketing easier. So instead of you sitting around trying to dream up compelling reasons for prospective clients to pay attention to you, you instead take the valuable byproducts of your work and you use them as content marketing. So this, uh, quote, topsoil <laughs> is related to the work you've been doing for your existing clients, so it's likely to be of interest to prospective new clients. Good example, just uh, you know, to use myself as an example, uh, is TrustVelocity.com, which you've heard me mention numerous times on this podcast. And it's really just me taking the byproducts of the type of stuff I'm doing for my clients, packaging it up into a very simple uh, table using a WordPress plugin that allow, allows you to sort the table and publishing it. And all of a sudden, that's now quote-unquote sawdust or quote-unquote topsoil that I've packaged up and used in a way that benefits my business. Reason number two, doing this makes future projects easier or more efficient. So developing software, of course, can produce a lot of useful artifacts, reusable code, modules, libraries, etc. And that, that reusable stuff can make the next project go faster or more efficiently. I guess I should say <laughs> the caveat is if the project is similar enough. So again, one of the benefits of specialization is that you do similar work repeatedly, which lets you gain these kind of efficiencies. So, you know, of course, some components that you build on, you know, a project for client A are going to be outdated by the time they're needed again, but some are not. Some will be more evergreen. So the extra effort that it may take you to clean up, package, document, refactor, etc., those evergreen components can pay dividends on future projects. And it can pay dividends in your sale process, your sales process, where you're demonstrating to prospective clients that you have a repeatable system so much so that you actually have even reusable components that you've developed uh, for previous clients or developed in-house, and you're not just sort of winging it every time. It's not an ad hoc, chaotic approach. You have a system that produces uh, repeatable results, ideally. Lastly, uh, using your sawdust builds trust. So having the time to package up and give away the artifacts of your work or the byproducts of your work demonstrates to prospective clients that you have enough free time to do something other than hustle around trying to keep the lights on. 
Clients, I believe, can smell it when you're so busy hustling up work that you don't have this extra overhead time or this extra free time or this extra margin to produce valuable stuff. When you do have that time, it sends a powerful signal to clients that you're successful. And, uh, you know, I think back to like the old days, uh, you know, like medieval times, I think. Uh, My knowledge of history might not be 100% in this area. But anyway, being fat used to be a sign of wealth. It was a like visible sign to people who didn't know you that you had such an excess of food that you could become fat. It's the exact opposite problem or, you know, perception nowadays. But there used to be a time when that was evidence that you were wealthy. And I believe in your marketing, when you are producing, um, you know, it's called thought leadership. I, I don't love that term, but I guess it's pretty applicable here. When you're producing these artifacts of uh a company that obvious or a person or a company that obviously has enough time to package up the stuff they that's kind of been thrown off by them producing work for clients and give it away essentially or even sell it to uh, the general public that's a real powerful signal that you're doing something right and um, it's sort of uh, I don't know the name of the term but there's this idea that people who are already successful have more opportunity come to them. It's sort of like the old saying, like uh, money comes your way when you don't need it because you're already successful. I believe this is one of the, the engines that reinforces that dynamic is that, um, you know, the, the, the consultants or the developers who are getting the most interesting work and able to charge such that they have lots of free time, they're also in the best position to take the results of that interesting work and package it up into thought leadership content or, um, you know, reusable code libraries or, you know, all that kind of stuff. So there's something to think about. I think those are three good reasons why you should get into the, quote, (laughs) topsoil selling business. You might come across other ideas if you take a look at trustvelocity.com, which is where I've tried to formalize some of my thinking around this stuff. And also it's a, I think, a decent example of this, uh, this type of dynamic in effect. Hopefully it'll take you someplace new um, that helps you attract clients and further solidify your own market position.